Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. It's just a bummer, right? It's not the end-all, be-all. It's not gonna change the game entirely. It's just gonna be kind of a pivot and a switch and a look and we're all gonna have to relearn a little bit. Welcome back to Pit Stop. Joining me, the first repeat guest of Pit Stop, Chase Diamond. If you are in e-commerce, I hope you're following Chase because you will be a better email marketer for it. If you're not and don't know who Chase is, He's currently a partner at Structured, one of the top e-commerce marketing agencies where he oversees the email team. And since June of 2018, about three years ago, he's helped send over 1 billion emails, which has resulted in over $50 million of revenue generated. Clients go from the Chive, Original Grain, and a good friend of the show, CrossNet Chase. Welcome back to Pitstop. Dude, I'm pumped for having me. I guess for being the second time on for the first person. That's incredible. So I didn't even know that. Making records here, and we were chatting about it in the green room, the current format of Pit Stop with one guest, splitting it into sort of two or three episodes was actually after our first recording. Each section was so clean, it, it deserved to be on its own episodes. So that's what we're going to do again today. I love it, man. I had a lot of fun on the first one, and I'm sure this will be just as fun, if not more fun. So let's do this. I hope so. And if it's not fun, hopefully it's factual and you get some takeaways there. But you hosted a roundtable a couple weeks ago. You had CEOs and executives from all the major ESPs. Redis from OmniSend was there. Ben from Privy, both of whom you may have heard on my other podcast, rolled up as well as Sand Lane, Drip, Clavio, all the usual suspects. So you brought a really strong wealth of knowledge and you gotta be careful saying these words, but really insider information where they know what's happening. They have access to huge data sets to really look at the trends. What were some of the takeaways or themes that you saw that sort of everyone was in agreement with? And this is of course related to iOS 15 coming out, taking away open rate tracking and IP address tracking. So this has been about a couple of weeks since it happened. I'm still definitely wrapping my head around all of the, the insight that was dropped. But one of the questions that I started with is email marketing debt, right? Is this kind of the final nail in the coffin for email? Yes or no, right? And unanimously, all six guests, you know, whether they were supposed to say this or not, they all agreed that email marketing is very much still alive and email marketing is not dead. So I repeat, all six of those folks run massive email platforms. All of them agreed that email marketing is going to survive and thrive. We're just going to have to get a little bit more creative with how we do our email marketing and how we track things. So that's kind of the consensus from everyone, which was really, I think, assuring and reassuring for myself that runs an e-com email agency and other folks that leverage email to drive 15, 20, 30, 40% plus of their revenue from email. Email is still the only channel that all sales come through, whether it's a confirmation purchase email, shipping notifications, a customer support inquiry, everything goes through email. You can't eliminate it, but you know that people are still double checking it. What about other issues like deliverability or revenue? Do they see either revenue or deliverability declining for any reason? I can't see why it would, but what did they say? What were the main takeaways there? Yeah, so one of the questions I actually asked them was, will email still be able to deliver 20 to 40% percent 
or more of emergence revenue with iOS 15 kind of lack of open attribution tracking. And pretty unanimously, I'd say they all agreed that email should still as a channel be just as effective, right? Just our kind of clarity and kind of how we see attribution and the models are going to have to change. But all of them agreed that, you know, list hygiene is going to be really important, right? That sending emails and really building out the full funnel around it's still going to be really important. So I'd say all of them still were very bullish on email in terms of how much revenue it could drive. And just what's going to have to change is how we actually track and monitor it. Because obviously right now, the way that email works in a kind of pre-iOS 15 world is based off like a last touch model. So if someone like opens and kind of clicks the email and then they make a purchase, that attribution is going towards email. So it will have some impact in terms of how it's being reported and tracked. But the ability to still drive revenue from email is still going to remain extremely sizable and solid. And what about the metrics? Because I know that this is something that everyone's talking about. And let's pause the crystal ball for a moment. Do you look at open rates now? How do you use open rates today, if at all? I do. I know a lot of people kind of go back and forth saying open rates are vanity metrics and they don't care or, or they care a lot. And look, I, I think they're really helpful, right? In, in a world where they exist, they're really a nice to have. You know, at the end of the day, they are a nice to have. They're not a necessary, but the way in which we use them today um, is a couple of things. One, obviously, we want to see how many people on our list are actually engaged based off an open, right? Is it 10%? Is it 20? Is it 50%, right? How many of these people are actually opening and receiving our emails. Then once we get someone to open, what's the click-through based on the open rate? When you see the click-through given to you in your ESP today, it's typically given to you on the entire list of people that received it, right? So let's keep the math really easy. We send an email to 100 people. So if 20 of those people opened it, that means we have a 20% open rate. And if two people actually click the email, that means we have a 2% click-through rate, right? So we would want to be able to see of the 20 people that opened, two of those people clicked, right? Because that gives us a little bit different context information, seeing of the people that actually opened the email, what's the click-through? Is it high? Is it medium? Is it low? If it's low, you know, what can we change within the offer, the design, the copy? What are these things that we can change and A-B test side-by-side to see how we can improve and increase the click-through? Another thing that's helpful, right, is say we spent a lot of time working on this really great campaign, Mother's Day, Father's Day, this holiday, that holiday, some kind of product or collection launch, whatever it might be. We want to resend that email to non-openers 24, 36, 48 hours later with a new subject line, right? We want to be able to, for lack of a better word, kind of utilize and double dip on the work that we've already done to still drive incremental opens, clicks, and ultimately revenue. So I think that's another way. For example, even in the welcome series for non-buyers, the very first email someone gets after they opt in, that traditionally drives the highest opens, the highest clicks, and the highest amount of revenue. So what we always do for our clients is 24 hours after the email is sent, we'll resend that same email to non-openers. And that drives a pretty substantial amount of revenue. So those are some of the ways in which we use it. And a lot of those things are things we're going to lose to some degree or to an entire degree uh, when iOS 15 rolls out here in the fall. I think one thing I'll say, and we'll talk more about metrics and other things, is like the iOS 15 thing is, it's a bummer, right? It, it, it really is a bummer. Like it's not good. There's opportunity to be had. No email marketer is waking up excited about it. Exactly, yeah. And at the end of the day, it's just a bummer, right? It's not the end-all, be-all. It's not going to change the game entirely. It's just going to be kind of a pivot and a switch and a look. And for people that are getting started in email today and over the next six months, the next couple of years, 
for them, they're going to learn the way that we're all going to have to relearn a little bit coming up and it won't even mean anything, you know, different, right? So I think it's a, it's a new wave. I think there are going to be opportunities, but on the other side, right, like being super realistic, it's a bummer. Like I'm, I'm not, not excited about it, like you mentioned, and are we going to get around it? Are we going to still be successful with it? Absolutely. It's just going to be kind of a bump in the road and, you know, we'll, we'll work through it. But on that note, I know you also asked about like other metrics and things like mm-hmm. that. So when I asked the folks on the call about things like that, clicks obviously was a big focus. Jimmy from Sendlane actually mentioned something that was pretty interesting to me that I never really had heard before, which is this thing called a UTA. And I actually don't even know what that abbreviation stands for, but he gave us the formula. of It was unsubscribes minus complaints over clicks plus engagement. And I know that's kind of confusing, but he summarized it as it's a formula that allows ESPs and ISPs to gauge positive clicks versus negative clicks. So a positive click is a link to, let's say, your, your website, your product page, something that takes them to your end. Whereas a negative click is something where people click like the mark to spam or like the unsubscribe, something like that. So that's a really interesting metric. And we will still have that data of maybe 100 people click for a positive thing to your homepage. And then maybe two people click an unsubscribe or a mark to spam. So that was actually really interesting to me. Outside of that, you know, different people were just still looking at things like you know, what percentage of revenue comes from email, right? What's the attribution there? focusing on conversions was another thing. Looking at revenue per contact was another. I think Ben from Privy was the one that mentioned the average revenue per contact. And through his own data, he mentioned that there's about 30 or so dollars is coming from each contact and finding ways to which that you can kind of grow and improve that through bundles, through getting people to drive more repeat purchases, maybe figuring out ways to manage preferences so people don't opt out so they can stay on your list for longer. I think that's a good time to wrap it up. We can dig into the metrics a little bit in the next episode, but where can people find you, Chase? Where can people maybe review the iOS roundtable if they really want to dig in and just go through it line by line? Yeah, hit me up on on Twitter. My handle is ecomchasediamond. There's no A in diamond. It's just D-I-M-O-N-D. So ecomchasediamond. And uh, shoot me a DM or find uh, one of the links in my profile with that info. I'll make sure that you get all the notes. And there actually even is the recording on my YouTube channel. It's an hour long you get to basically listen and watch six different questions with the six different people answering each one. It's an hour long, tons of gold and nuggets on my YouTube channel. Awesome. Love it. Make sure you're subscribed. And if you haven't shared an episode with your mother-in-law yet, share this one. It's a good one to share. We'll be back here tomorrow, wherever you get your podcasts. Omnisense Cart Insiders podcast is back for season three, and I'm going to be joining your host, Greg Zakowitz, providing a little bit of color commentary at the start of every episode. I'm Lucas Walker, and you might know me from my stint at some of the top e-commerce apps. You might have heard my podcast or seen me as the founder of a natural dog treat direct-to-consumer brand. I'm going to be bringing my experience to provide a little bit of color commentary at the start of each episode as Greg members of the customer support team and of course omnisend customers chat about their strategies and how they're preparing for the second half of the year 
If you want to follow along, head to Omnisend.com, check out the resource library. If you're an Omnisend customer, you're going to get a ton out of this podcast. And if you're not, you still will as we look at merchants and their data across a variety of industries. But if you are curious about Omnisend, you can head to Omnisend.com, sign up for a free trial, get started in minutes. The most intuitive email marketing platform that I have ever used, especially when integrating with my Shopify site. So I'll see you right back here, wherever you're listening to this trailer each and every week for season three of OmniSense Cart Insiders podcast. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.